This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. You're listening to the Kiss My Art Show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is two minutes past the hour of nine. Thanks so much to the Worldwide Wave team for another fantastic show. We have got a jam-packed night on Kiss My Arts this evening. First up... I've been getting into the latest album from Mia Dyson this week. Her album called The Moment was released on the 17th of August and I'll be sharing a little bit of all her blues and roots goodness later on. Melbourne band Alpine are joining us on Kiss My Arts tonight. I've been sharing a little bit of music with you from their debut album, A is for Alpine over the past few weeks and tonight we speak with Alpine frontwoman Lou to hear all about it firsthand. And something a little bit special tonight on Kiss My Arts, I chat with internationally acclaimed dancer, 19-year-old Amber Miller. Amber is one of the dancers of the Eiffman Ballet, who this week, direct from the stages of St. Petersburg, present Russian ballet at its best right here in Melbourne. I can't wait to talk with Amber about life as a dancer with one of the world's leading contemporary ballet companies. But first, let's check out some of the tracks from Mia Dyson's new album, The Moment. This one, surprisingly enough, is called When the Moment Comes. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Oh, what a fantastic song. That's from Mia Dyson's very, very new album called The Moment, and that track was appropriately called When the Moment Comes. We all have the moment. The moment we ask what the hell we are doing with our lives and how the heck we got here. We invite our least reliable friend but most dependable drinking buddy around for a glass or three and chat all of our problems out. Mia Dyson has had a number of her own testing moments in recent years. In 2009, Dyson left Melbourne for the States in pursuit of the big time. Instead, she went broke, lost her band and her management attempted to change her name and sell her to reality TV. So Dyson popped open her own bottle in the form of swirling organs and fuzzy guitars to get her moment out. And boy, am I glad her whiskey-throated vocals graced my record player this week because her latest album, The Moment, is fantastic. Dyson's lyrics are intimate poetic stories, at times emotionally raw but always memorable and engaging. She shares her experiences of watching a friend slide into alcoholism and sings a heartbreaking story about having a child removed by the state in the track, Jessie. She shares her own insecurities in the track, The Outskirts of Town, with lyrics like, Can we do what we love? Oh, the hard work, it is never enough. But the hard work has paid off. In her album, The Moment... Dyson takes the best elements of straight-up rock and roll, blues, country and Americana, rolls them all together with her husky vocals, stuffs it with some vintage organs and smokes life's problems away. 
This is not at all an album of defeat or woe. Anything but, the underlying theme of Dyson's album The Moment is one of strength and carrying on despite life's setbacks. Each track is an anthem. Each track is raw and real. Each track is exquisitely orchestrated with wonderful instrumental colours and thoughtful textures. She went to the US in pursuit of the big time, and you know what? I think she found it. Not in a big, glossy fireworks moment, but in the many small moments. These moments have given us this incredible album. An album we will all understand, relate to, and love. The moment is Mia Dyson at her absolute best. The album, called The Moment, was released on the 17th of August, August and Mia Dyson tours Australia nationally in September. So head to miadyson.com for more info on all that. Hey, this is Jack from Bombay Bicycle Club and you're listening to Kiss My Arts on Joy 94.9. You are indeed on the Kiss My Arts show on Joy 94.9. Direct from the best stages of St. Petersburg, New York, London, Berlin, Milan and Moscow, one of the world's finest contemporary dance companies will present a visual feast of passion, entertainment and drama right here in Melbourne. Ethman Ballet, who tour the world constantly to packed houses, will make its Australian debut this week with two of its most acclaimed productions, Anna Karenina and Tchaikovsky. At the helm of the Ethman phenomena is Russian choreographer Boris Ethman, a master of psychological ballet, a choreographer slash philosopher concerned with the problems of the modern world. Even as a young man, his work attracted attention. Many of the themes he explored, from religion to sex, mental illness and homosexuality, they were seen as either sensitive or were forbidden. Despite Soviet-era disapproval, he began developing his groundbreaking work, which we see today in the Eiffman Ballet. Boris Eiffman's 50-strong company are set to thrill Australian audiences with powerful and emotional performances. His dancers are classically trained and world-class. One of the dancers from Eiffman Ballet is Amber Miller. While growing up in Texas, Amber studied at various schools in all forms of dance before solely focusing on ballet. After many years of training and touring, at the age of 15, Amber was invited to study full-time at the Ellison Ballet, a professional training program in New York City. Amber joined Eiffman Ballet in August last year. We have Amber on the line to tell us about all of her wonderful experiences. But before we delve into the world of contemporary ballet, we have a few quick announcements and then I'm going to play you a track by Tchaikovsky, who is a classical composer of the Romantic era and whose music is being used by the Eiffman Ballet on their current tour. You're on the Kiss My Art Show with Amy on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Uh, you're on the Kiss My Art show with Amy on Joy 94.9. You've been listening to 
Tchaikovsky, and that was uh, a piece from his ballet Swan Lake. Now, speaking of ballet, we are talking tonight about the Eiffman Ballet, who are indeed in Melbourne. And I have Amber Miller on the line, who is a ballet dancer and um, is joining us to talk about her experiences. Amber, thanks so much for joining us tonight on the Kiss My Art Show in Melbourne. Thank you for having me. (laughs) It's an absolute pleasure. Now, um, I believe you're an acclaimed ballet dancer, but I read in an interview, Amber, that when you were growing up, you actually hated ballet. Is this true? Yes, it was. When I was younger, I loved, like, the jazz and the tap and the hip-hop and all, like, the fast movement things, and ballet was just kind of boring to me. And then when I was about 11, I went on tour with the American Ballet Theater in Texas, and after watching the professionals on stage and getting to see their lifestyle and just how beautiful it was when professionals do it and just how hard it really was, it made me really love it. And now I'm here. <laughs> and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you really know that you truly wanted to be a ballet dancer? Um, Probably after I finished that tour, I really yeah. I caught the bug and I really started to love it. And then... I had a really good teacher in Texas that really taught me a lot. And then when I went to New York, my teacher in New York was just amazing. And he really taught me everything I know. And he really just made me love it even more. So I assume that a lot of the people listening to this show have no idea what process is involved in becoming a professional ballet dancer. Can you take us through your experiences of the stages that you've had to go through to get where you are today? Because, I mean, your biography is a mile long, so I'll let you explain it all. Um, Well... When I was about 13 is when I started to do more intense ballet, so I'll start from there. Um, I went to Texas Ballet Theater School when I was that age, and um, it was more not as intense as it was in New York, but every day after school from 5 till 10 o'clock at night, I would go to dance. And I was there for two years, and then I was asked to come to New York for a school there and we would dance there every day from about 11 in the morning until sometimes 11 at night with maybe an hour of break in between and I was there for three years and then and now I'm at Eiffel <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of work and it's really hard but it's, it's worth it. So so you actually is it Eiffel or Eiffel ballet? Um, Eifman. Eifman. Yeah. So you joined Eifman um, last year. So it's, it's been exactly a year, I think, yeah. since you joined in August last year. Yes. How did how did you end up with the Eifman Ballet? Did did they just call you up? Was there an audition process? Um, well, I had watched them perform once when I was in New York, and I really loved it. And when I was 18, they came to tour in Chicago. And so I sent my email and my DVD and everything, and they asked me to come and audition. And so I went, and I took class for two days, and then they offered me a contract. So, And that's that. Yeah, <laughs> I decided to go. <laughs> Um, what kind of um, what kind of sacrifices, Amber, have you had to make in your journey to become a professional ballet dancer? Oh, uh, um, a lot, but it was all worth it because it's what I love to do and it's what I wanted. And it's I don't know. I wouldn't exactly say they were sacrifices that I made. It's just mm. part of part of the lifestyle that I chose. What's the best thing about being a dancer? Uh, I would say getting to be getting getting 
to be able to tour the world and perform for so many different audiences and on so many different stages and just just touring. I love it so much getting to see the world. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I believe you were part of a web series called <laughs> Dance 212. Yes, I was. You probably get asked this a lot. It's quite interesting, though, that you agreed to let people follow you around with cameras <laughs> and document your dance training and your life. What? How did all that come about and what was that experience like? Um, well, one of the producers was in New York and he contacted my um, ballet teacher there and he asked, you know, do you have anyone that I could use? And um, they chose me. And so that was kind of an interesting experience because I've never done anything like that at all. And so they would come to class every day, and then they would follow me around. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and they also gave me my own, like, camera to, like, film myself to, like, talk to it and everything. So it was kind of a little weird at first, but after a while, like, I got used to it. But It's, it's like big changed. brothers watching. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, another, another interesting thing, Amber, is that you've... You turned down a contract to dance with Houston Ballet too. Mm-hmm. Now that seems like a, a pretty massive thing to turn down. Was it, or was it something that you had to to think about a lot? Or what were your reasons for turning down such a huge opportunity? It was definitely a hard decision, just because it was so close to home, and it, like everyone speaks English, it's very close to home. I had been there before, and I would, I was gonna feel very comfortable there, and I really liked Houston Ballet. Like all the dancers are really amazing, and the staff and the teachers are all really great. And I was actually said I was gonna go there. I had committed to them, and then after auditioning for Iceman and getting the contract. Not many people get that opportunity, and I never thought in a million years I would get the chance to go to Russia and dance in the ballet company. And so I couldn't really, I don't know, I just felt like I couldn't turn down an offer like that. So I just had to take it. So you're obviously not Russian, uh, given <laughs> the, the accent. What's it like living in Russia? It's definitely a lot different. It was hard at first because I knew absolutely nothing. Like, I couldn't even count. Um, but, all, <laughs> yeah. but all my roommates really helped me a lot inside the studio and out. Like, they told me where to go, what time to be places, and just helped me a lot, out a lot. And so I'd say, yeah, it was a big, big, big change, but people yeah. helped me a lot. Because so. there's 50 dancers with yeah. Eiffelman Ballet. That's an enormous amount of dancers. Is, is, there some, uh, is there some rivalry or competition there, or is it mainly quite supportive? No, everyone's really supportive of everyone. Everyone's really nice, and and they help you a lot. And if they see, like, maybe you don't know some of the choreography, they'll come over to you, and they'll help you, and they'll teach it to you. And everyone is always helping everyone out, even if you're a soloist or if you're a chord ballet member, everyone, it's all a team effort. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good because not everywhere is like that. So, it's nice. so um, what's what's your experience like with Eiffelman Ballet? Because Eiffelman Ballet has a reputation for being a different kind of ballet with, you know, combining acting with technique and transforming these quite um, sort of psychological and philosophical themes yeah. into dance. Was it a, a big transition for you into the Eiffelman Ballet, or what's your experience has been like with this kind of really complex dance? Um, it definitely was at first, because in New York, my school was 
completely pure classical. We yeah. only did classical ballet. And um, Eichmann's style is very unique. He's one of a kind, and it's kind of a contemporary modern. So at first, I was very rigid, and they're always telling me to know, like, loosen up, like, let your body go, and all this stuff. And so it was definitely very hard at first, but then after a while, I think my jazz <laughs> from my early ah. years kind of helped me, and it kicked in. So you found the perfect blend. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Amber, what's a typical day in the life of an Eiffman ballet dancer? Um, every day we have class from 11 to 12, and then we have rehearsal from 12 to 3, and then we have a break from 3 to 7, and then we have rehearsal again from 7 to 10. Wow. And, yeah, so it's a lot. <laughs> oh, that's that's amazing. Um, you, you're in Melbourne. Well, you and um, Eiffelman Ballet are in Melbourne at the moment mm-hmm. for for the Australian debut, if you like. Yes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your role with the current tour? Um, my role is pretty small. It's only my second year, so I'm not <laughs> a soloist or anything like that, that's for sure. But I'm just in the court of the ballet and... I dance in every show, and I'm just glad to be here, and I'm I'm just so grateful for this opportunity. Yeah, can you tell us uh, anything about the ballet itself? Because there's the Anna Karenina and also Tchaikovsky. Yes. Are you involved with with both? Yes, I am. Can you can you tell us a little bit about them? Um, Anna Karenina is very very intense and very and very physical. It's a lot of work. The chord ballet is always so tired at the end, and the soloists do so much. And it's a lot of intricate choreography, especially the soloists. The 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 pas de deux that they do, the lifts, and the it's it's just amazing to watch. And it kind of takes you to a different place for the two hours that you watch it. And at the end, is just very exciting. And Tchaikovsky is more classical. Mm-hmm. And we have like the swans, and the guys are actually the black swans, and it's just it's like a classical but with a modern twist kind of. It's very cool. It's very different. It's not going to be what you expect. Wow! And I I believe that the um I think opening night is on Tuesday. I believe twenty eighth. I think I'm not really yeah. sure. <laughs> I think so, and it runs through till Sunday the 9th of September. So for all our uh, listeners in Melbourne, if you get the chance any time between this Tuesday, the 28th, through to the 9th of September, to go and see the Eiffman Ballet, I totally recommend that you do so. Head to the Eiffman Ballet in Australia dot yes. com. Eiffman as in E I F M A N Ballet in Australia dot com to go and see Amber and the rest of the Eiffman Ballet. Amber, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to hear your journey. All the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow, the life of a dancer. How intense is that? Uh, so th- that's the Eiffman Ballet, uh, direct from Russia with their Australian premiere uh, here in Melbourne, starting tomorrow the 28th, running through to Sunday the 9th of September at various dates and times. Head to EiffmanBalletInAustralia.com for more information about that. You're on the Kiss My Art Show with Amy on Joy 94.9. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. 
You're on the Kiss My Heart show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is 29 minutes past the hour of nine on your Monday night. Alpine, six friends from Melbourne who make bold, twinkling, sophisticated pop music. It's not a mountain range in the Swiss Alps. Alpine. Their debut almost self-titled record is a collection of vibrant songs that shimmer and shine with colourful harmonies and inventive melodies. You'll love their eccentric, eccentric blend of hypnotic interlocking disco-like rhythms, swirling synthesizers, luscious ethereal harmonies and catchy riffs. Alpine explore diverse themes, ideas and sounds on their brand new album. It's their innocent and not-so-innocent exploration through their 20-something emotions. Alpine are always assured but never quite taking themselves too seriously. Since forming, Alpine have toured with the likes of Kimbra, Cloud Control, The Jezebels, The Naked and Famous and Matt Corby, to name just a few, and have graced festivals around the country, including Splendour in the Grass, Southbound and Falls Festival, and were also invited to perform at South by Southwest in 2012. Frontwoman Lou James joins us on the phone to talk about life in the Alpine Lane. But first, let's check out their single. This one is called Gasoline. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. You're on the Kiss My Art Show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is 25 minutes to 10. You've been listening to a very, very cool track called Gasoline by Melbourne band Alpine. That's their latest single from their fresh, hot off the press album, debut album, in fact, a is for Alpine. Now, we have front woman Lou James on the line right now to talk to us about the album. So instead of hearing me talk about it, let's hear what Lou has to say about the album. Lou, thanks so much for joining us on the Kiss My Art Show. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Firstly, congratulations on the new album. Thank you very much. Very, it's, um, yeah very exciting time for us so it's a it's a happy day happy days must must be a bit of a relief to finally have that physical copy pressed out there for the world to hear and we've been uh, hearing quite a lot of it on kiss my arts tonight so it's fantastic stuff congratulations thank you thank you very much yeah it's um i guess yeah it's it's pretty insane to i don't know actually have like you said, a physical copy. It's the weirdest thing. Um, but, yeah, really just, I don't know, I guess it's really hard to explain how it feels, but it's, um, I guess, surreal and mm. just exciting and kind of a little bit unfathomable. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's great. <laughs> it's good. I'm, I'm positive, positive, yeah. Because <laughs> Alpine have, um, you guys have been performing a lot and you've had uh, a really successful EP, uh, two EPs, I think, actually. Is that right? Oh, just, just, just one, no, just Zurich. One EP, yeah. That's right, the yeah. Zurich EP, which um, you know has had uh, an enormous amount of success already. What's it like to actually have the full-length album Oh, uh, it's, I don't know, it's just, I mean, we never really stopped writing since um, the Zurich EP, so it wasn't, it wasn't like we sort of stopped and then we're like, okay, we're going to write just for the album. So, 
I guess it's just like a reflection of this whole sort of over the years, the time frame since the EP to now. And it's just kind of, I guess, a song, song vomit of everything that we've been <laughs> sort of experiencing and, you know, writing. So it just kind of naturally, you know, came in shape of an album. So, um, yeah, and it, it's cool as well. I think there's been definitely over the years we've been sort of pushing ourselves and trying to sort of explore what our sound is and it's something that I think is going to continue developing um I don't know I, I think I've always found that question really hard mm. you know what's what's your sound and I kind of like that I find it really hard to describe um and yeah so I guess the album's just the result of all that and it's um we're really really happy with it yeah it is a really really tricky one to 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 put into a box, a genre box, because it's just a, a whole combination of everything. And maybe that comes back to the fact that uh, that Alpine is made up of such an uh, eclectic group of people with all sorts of different musical backgrounds. Yeah. And, yeah. and combining well, all of that together into this kind of melting pot of music. So, yeah, it's, and like look, a big, it's like a big Alpine soup. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious Alpine soup. And Lou, what's your musical background? Um, well, I've actually, I mean, to be honest, I didn't, never really learned an instrument. I was always a huge fan of like, for me, Spice Girls, I think was the main thing when I was like, oh my gosh, I, I want to do singing. I want to be in a band. Um, and I guess I sort of ended up doing pop music as well, which is, um, obviously sort of the direction I ended up going, which was good. Um, I did a lot of singing at school. I did some, some singing, um, at concerts and things like that, but you know, I think luckily it just sort of all fell into place um, with us all getting together. It wasn't planned. It was just, I don't know, it just sort of all happened. And I'm so grateful it did because, I mean, yeah, I'm sort of, I still look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Huh? Mm. And it happened mm. kind of quite quickly for us as well. Just a bunch of sort of misfit random friends um, who sort of just ended up being an alpine. So. Well, I actually read that there were six logical steps in the alpine family tree that showed yeah. very systematically how you all came to know each other. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is quite a little entertaining little um, thing to read. I, th- I think it's on your website or something. I don't know. but it's the, it's the easiest way because otherwise <laughs> it just I find every time I try and answer this question I feel like I'm writing an essay because I'm trying to think of everything and then how it all gets <laughs> How did it together. all get together? It's like, yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. So those six steps, it's like the six steps to the Alpine crew. So it all <laughs> sort of makes sense. Um, but, yeah, that's probably the easiest way. I guess it really is an organic process. I know that sounds kind of, you know, Silly, no, 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 I love that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of, I guess music, um, you know, if it's going to happen and you're meant to do it, I think it will happen. Um, exactly. Now, you're... Your album, A is for Alpine, was recorded in the rural place called Gisborne. Yeah. Where on earth is that? Oh, it's a magical land far, far away. <laughs> no, it's um, it's about 40 minutes drive out of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of near Backers Marsh, if anyone knows that. Mm-hmm. sort of the direction of the airport. Right, I'm still um, new to Melbourne, so I'm sort oh, of getting okay. getting my head around it all. Um, oh, well, so it's, it's a beautiful area. Yeah. So you went out there and you worked with producer Dan Hume, who has yeah. also produced uh, Lisa Mitchell. Um, yeah. What was it like working with, with Dan? Dan, it was, I think, I mean, obviously for the, sort of our first 
real main experience with working with the director so sort of one-to-one um, was just a really, like you said before, like it was it was also very organic. Like we just had this fantastic chemistry straight away. Um, he got our humour. We're a bit random. We're a bit daggy. And he's a little bit daggy too. But he's also he's also this like very... He's, He's a musical genius. He's kind of like the mad professor in the music world, I guess. And um, he really helped to push us from because we'd had all the songs already written, and he helped to sort of let us challenge the way we might have seen it or um, push it in a sort of certain direction that we may have not seen before. But because we're so comfortable with him, we were so happy to, to just take the risk and go for it, and it always worked out really well. And then at the same time, he was extremely patient with you know our ideas or how we sort of saw the song or what we wanted from the song so it was a really um it was a really really fantastic um sort of working thing that we just got everything that we wanted from the album and there's no regrets from it at all so and we've also got a really good friendship from it so we'd love to hopefully work with him again in the future now lou we've just got a text message come through it says hi listening to joy on my way home and absolutely loving alpine Love Tim. Aww, <laughs> so there awesome. you go. Uh, Aww, got a new fantastic. fan. Lou, Aww, I'd love yay. to um I'd love to hear more about all of this um in a second. I've we've just got to take a break. Do you mind holding on the line and we can talk more in about thirty yeah, seconds? Thank you so much. Easy. Great. That's Lou from Alpine. We're gonna take a short break and come back and hear more about all of that. You're on Joy ninety four point nine. Joy 94.9. You're on the Kiss My Art Show with Amy on Joy 94.9. The time is nearly a quarter to ten. We've been talking with Lou James, the front woman or one of the two front women of Melbourne band Alpine, who have just released an incredible debut album called A Is For Alpine. We've been talking with Lou about their experiences of working with producer Dan Hume, who has also worked with um, producing uh, with Lisa Mitchell. Um, Lou, are you, are you still on the line? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, fantastic. There you are, patiently <laughs> <Yeah>. waiting. <laughs> oh, I'm just drinking a glass of wine. Oh, you know, right. No, I'm not. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Lou, your experiences in the studio, how do they compare with your live experiences because I saw Alpine play at the Corner Hotel earlier this year and I can tell you and I'm not kidding your performance was the most animated and energetic I have ever seen and <laughs> you guys ooze I don't know something what's what's your experience of the studio versus live oh it's so different it's like having a bipolar personality <laughs> it's um it's I don't know I guess in studio I'm just you know, I'm Lou, and it's very quite. I don't know. It's very tame, and it's I don't know, a lot of thinking, and um, I don't know. I guess work because we we have quite a really sort of strong work ethic, and we're quite sort of devoted to what we're doing. But we also still have a laugh or anything. But I mean, compare that to us on stage. It's just oh, it's just I don't know. It's another. I guess the thing is for Phoebe and I, um, we're very inspired by a lot of like the sort of glam era. Um, yeah. I mean, for Phoebe, she sort of is very inspired by Grace Jones. I'm very, I mean, Kate Bush isn't glam, but I'm very inspired by Kate Bush. I think it's those, in terms of those theatrics, like we, I think we just, we've always been, we did theatre at school together. And mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, you've got two front chicks at the front and it's quite unusual. And we just, 
I don't know, naturally the first gig we just started dancing around the stage and it was just something that just, it was just primal for us. Like it just happened and then I think since we've been playing more and more, we've just started to come into our own and it's like, I mean, both of our voices, I couldn't perform without Phoebe, Phoebe couldn't perform without me. So I guess it's like having one instrument and then mm-hmm. having sort of a two personalities on stage because we're not... Like, you know, I've known Phoebe for, like, over 10 years. She's my best friend, and it's it's not at all like we're trying to outshine yeah. each other. It's it's such a, a partnership on stage, and I think we just want people to be visually sort of mesmerised by it because it's just it's performing. Like, why not just go nuts? Like, yeah, I yeah. think, you know, you can listen to the CD and then you can watch us. Because so. it is quite unusual to have two front singers with you know with equal importance um it's quite yeah. quite strange and i don't know whether it's um it's not done because of a, an ego thing or whether it's just i don't know it's it's just so unique that alpine has that so yeah. i mean and you you both girls really really bring to that theatrical and that really production um you know, style of performance to the show, and I think it, it, you know it's absolutely unique, and is definitely uh, you know something to see live. And speaking of live gigs, I do believe that Alpine are on tour on the yep. uh, National A's for Alpine tour. Um, yeah. And for all us Melbourneites, I think you guys have a show coming up in September, the eighth at the Corner Hotel. Uh, I think that one just. I mean, I think just heard that one sold out, but we've got another it's one on the night. Okay, I know it's very exciting though. Um, so get in nice, quick, get nice in quick, Tim. Tim's just sent through a message. Tim, get in quick to see these guys. They're selling out fast. <laughs> yes, we are. I can't believe it. And we're sort of like, what? Huh? What? But I remember. Let's. It's crazy. So, um, but we have a lot of special things planned for the um, corner hotel shows. So um, yeah, I won't I won't say what it is because it's a surprise, but um, it will be a special treat for those who are going. So, so the eighth uh, of September is sold out, but there is also another one on the ninth. The ninth, the ninth is still selling. So if you haven't got tickets, come because it's going to be lots of fun. And do you guys have a website? I think it's alpineband.com. Yeah, correct? or just Facebook, which is Alpine Band. So. You can you can find us easily anywhere. Don't go to alpine dot com because you'll probably end up at some Swiss resort or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we hopefully we inspire people to go skiing. You know, <laughs> that's that's the other thing. So um, yeah, so that's kind of what that's the whole vibe of us, really. Lou, it's been fantastic to talk with you. Thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight. And, no problem. Uh, Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And again, congratulations on, on the album. It's fantastic. We're going to take a listen to one of your tracks. This one's called Lovers, but it's number two. I really like this one. Oh, thank you. Lou, <laughs> thank you so much. All the best. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We are going to check out some more music from Alpine. This one is called Lovers 2. You're on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Oh, that's a track called Lovers 2 by Melbourne band 
Alpine. Thanks so much to Lou James, one of the front women of the band Alpine, for chatting to us on Kiss My Ass tonight. Fantastic to hear all about your incredible music. Wow, it really is an interesting blend of uh, bits and pieces. So if you're keen to check out more of Alpine, head to alpineband.com or you can search for them on Facebook. And don't forget they do indeed have a gig on the 8th and the 9th of September at the Corner Hotel in Richmond if you're keen to hear them live and they are fantastic live. I've seen them at the Corner Hotel before. So if you get the chance, check them out. Back in May... Sophie from Little Wise joined us on Kiss My Arts and that was just before their EP launch. They've been very busy since then and have an upcoming headline gig at the Empress this Thursday and we feel a little bit proud to have had them on Kiss My Arts. So Little Wise will be supported by Jewel Pearl Band and Al Parkinson. So if you're free this Thursday, head down to the Empress to check out Little Wise. Head to littlewise.bandcamp.com for more info on their music and to keep up to date with what they are doing around town. Coming up next week on Kiss My Arts, we have another Melbourne band joining us on the show. Melbourne band Jen Knight and the Cavaliers will be joining us live in the studio. With their eclectic mix of funk, soul and pop, Jen Knight and the Cavaliers are making waves with their live shows and have an upcoming gig at the Toff in town on Sunday the 9th of September. So I do believe that's also the day of Alpine, so there's going to be a bit of a choice to be made there. Head to triplejunearthed.com forward slash Jen Knight the Cavaliers. That's Jen K-N. I-G-H-T, night. To check out more about their music, they'll be joining us next week and be performing live in the studio for us. Cat Power releases a new album this Friday. And this album is called Sun. I'm going to be sharing some of those tunes with you next week and also giving it a review. So if you're keen on Cat Power, tune in to, uh, to hear what I have to say about it. Coming up next, we have the wonderful team of Our Voice. But before then, I'm actually going to leave you with another track from the lovely Mia Dyson, who has also just released another fantastic album this week. This one is called Fill Yourself. It's off her latest album album which is called The Moment but before I leave you with that track don't forget you can also head to joy.org.au forward slash kiss my arts to follow the kiss my arts show that will take you to all the links you need for facebook and twitter and all that jazz and you can also follow follow the links to read all of the reviews from kiss my arts so if you're enjoying the show we'd like to be friends with you on the old twits and facebook so you can head to joy.org.au forward slash kiss my arts stay tuned coming up next you've got our voice mel You've been fantastic and as classy as usual. Stay tuned. You're on Joy 94.9. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.